Gents, I just want to pause the episode for a moment to let you know about the Strong Men of Value Academy. You will have heard me refer to it a number of times and I want to bring more attention to it. So this isn't just a program. It's a life-changing environment and community of men who are focused on personal and professional growth. We're looking at areas of relationships, wealth, and health, things to help you thrive and maximize your life. Imagine having bi-monthly one-on-one coaching sessions with myself, weekly group coaching calls, and an incredible brotherhood of high achievers by your side. Now we're diving into resilience, leadership, and holistic growth to not just succeed in your career, but to thrive in your health and your relationships. Your journey to greatness, it starts here. So join the movement and you can apply for the Strong Men of Value Academy. You can head to the man that camproject.com to find out more. How I choose a goal and why you aren't taught this throughout school. The Man That Can Project podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. When I first started personal development, I decided that I wanted to do it because I wanted to be a better version of myself. I wanted to earn more money and just ultimately have a better life. A lot of the people that I was learning from, they had this same common theme of saying, set goals and you'll make progress. And when I thought about it, it makes sense, right? You're ultimately deciding what you want and then you build a bit of a plan to get there and you take action on that plan. It makes sense. When I started looking to do that, I realized there was a lot of things that I wanted. A goal is ultimately achieving something that you want, something that's going to improve your life, deliver an outcome. So there could be uh, things that make you feel good on the inside, goals that make you feel satisfied, give you purpose. Could be creating a meaningful relationship that in turn makes you feel good. Or it could be something that motivates you on the outside. You know, it could be getting a nice watch, earning X amount of money. And both of them are great motivating factors and both of them are worthy of wanting. And I think you should consider both of those when looking at goals. So I decided that was simple enough, but then when a push came to shove, I realized there was a lot of things that I wanted. So the first roadblock that I had was working out what was the most important things and how do I choose what to focus on? Because from about 2014 to about 2018, I had what people call shiny disco ball syndrome. You know, the next shiny thing that pops up, you decide that that's gonna be the thing that helps you achieve X outcome. And when you're constantly changing, you're halting momentum, right? You're not able to develop skills, experience, I guess, that compound effect, effect, one plus one equals two, two plus two, four, et cetera. So I was always halting momentum and starting from scratch. And the question that just kept burning at me was, how do I know what to focus on? What do I need to do to choose the right goal? What I experienced from this was that Setting any goal is better than having no goal at all. What I learned from setting goals, whether I achieved them or I didn't, was it gave me feedback. Feedback around whether I was doing the right things, whether I was interested in it, what actions uh, did I need to do to make the outcome a reality, who did I need to surround myself with, lots of things that are really beneficial. But as you get older, you start to recognize that time is one of those things that you don't get back. Very cliche. So how do we stop wasting time on things that don't matter? And I'm gonna teach you more about that throughout this this episode. I'm gonna give you a framework that you can follow, but you've gotta wait to the end to do that because what I'm gonna talk about in the lead up to that is gonna help it make a lot more sense. 
And for those of you who are part of the academy, you've already got access to this framework and some coaching videos on it. For those who aren't part of it and you want you know, a bit more support with that, check out our Strongman Value Academy there as well. But <clears throat> I don't believe this is taught at school because when you learn to set goals, you're setting things to... Sorry, you're setting goals based off the things that you want. And when you know what you want, you become a lot... It's a lot more challenging to control people like yourself. And I'm just going to assume that you're a good individual. You're not some psychopath. So when you're a individual who knows what they want and you might be starting your own business or you understand that you don't want to listen to the generalized way of living, which is go to school, get a you know get a good job, get a university, live in debt, and rinse and repeat that cycle, you can then actually start to become happy. You can live a more fulfilled life. And my belief is if is that if that's what I guess the structure really wanted us to do, many more of us would be experiencing that. But we've got suicide rates that are through the roof. We've got more people than ever on antidepressants. So it leaves me with more questions as to why is something that is supposed to be benefiting us failing us. Over the years, as I've worked on setting my own goals and it's helped me build my own self-esteem, confidence, given me more direction, helped me improve other people's lives. Like this stuff should be taught at school, and I'm I'm sure you'll agree. Once we go to it, you'll go through this framework. You'll be like, it's very simple. Why wasn't I taught this earlier? It's something that I always hear people say, but it's because I guess ultimately they, you know, don't want you to be elite. They don't want you to have more ownership over your life. But when you recognise that taking responsibility for your life comes back to using past experiences, utilising those experiences to reflect on what did I like. What didn't I like? What, where did I sort of fall short and what can I do to be better that time? And this is one of those processes that doesn't stop. You don't ever get there. You're always continuing to grow because as you grow, your priorities shift, things around you shift, which means you have to continue to adapt with that. Let's talk about just quickly what happens if you don't have a goal. If you don't have a goal, it means you don't have a desired outcome, really. You may think you do, But if you don't have a plan for it, it's merely just floating around in the air and someone else will take control of that and tell you what you get. It's why so many people are unhappy. It's why so many people are broke. It's why so many people's relationships are falling apart because they haven't taken responsibility to designing what that looks like. So common things that we see when you don't have a goal is your life feels meaningless. You lose self-confidence and you don't understand yourself. And when you're in an uncertain position, you feel anxious, you feel sad, you feel depressed. When I look at that and I reflect on my own life, when I was the most anxious, when I was the most unhappy, was when I didn't have direction and I didn't have goals, I didn't have clarity around what it was that I wanted. I was just hoping that the next thing that I did would solve my problems and that's pretty much like gambling. So if you don't wanna gamble with your life, this is where the goals come in to be really powerful, which would then lead us to how to you decide which goals to prioritize, which is probably the biggest question a lot of people have. But here's how I do it. I choose the goals that have the biggest impact on getting me where I want to go. So depending on, I guess, the enormity of the goal, you know, people talk about big uh, BHAG goals, big, hairy, audacious goals. It might be five years down the track. So if I decide that's what I want to get to, I would probably break that up into milestones. That way I stay motivated, that way I have checkpoints, that way I recognize what skills or systems or people that I need to surround myself with to help support that. 
because who you are right now is not who you're going to be when you achieve that outcome. Ultimately, what it first looks like is a vision. And you've probably heard people talking about a vision. And to me, it's just, I guess, creating a compelling future. What would that compelling future look like in five or 10 years time? Because when you start getting clear on that, and if you aren't, that's okay. If you've never done this stuff before, you're exactly like where I was and you can get or build clarity around that. So where it all starts is just think about a few things that you want in a couple of years time. You know, when I first started in self-development, I knew that whatever I did needed to allow, uh, be able to afford me flexibility in my lifestyle, meaning financially, I needed to be able to have the resources to do what I wanted to do. But also time-wise, I wanted to, if I ever have children, be able to be a stay-at-home dad or you know, be able to afford myself to be present there. So that guided a lot of my decisions. And as I started to pursue that, externally I achieved more success, but internally it changed who I was as an individual. I recognized a lot of things that I thought I wanted, I didn't actually want. And it really helped me understand more about who I was as an individual. And I think that's the most important part. And that's why I believe any goal is better than no goal. The more goals you start setting, the more information and data you will have to really get clear on what it is that you specifically want. So the current goal that I have, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to be following along on YouTube and on the podcast as well for 2024, the big one is the million dollar year. And some milestones for that this year is being able to fly my family overseas, take Amy and I on a nice holiday and I've got a few KPIs for um, other other business things there that are happening. Other milestones are obviously based around the members that we have, the testimonials that we achieve. So I know that if I'm ticking those off, we're well on track to achieve the financial outcomes that we're looking for. And that goal stands out to me because the more, and I think just even financially, the most goals, most goals that people have, if you look at it financially, it frees up time potentially if you do it correctly. You know, I don't want to be a wealthy person who has a lot of money but also carries a lot of stress because I haven't put the right systems in place and I haven't built it from the ground up correctly. But I believe the way that I've built it is going to afford me more time and resources to focus on health, to focus on uh, other areas that are important to me, but it's continuing to build my character. So that's why that is an important goal to me this year, much like in 2014. When I started this whole bloody journey, the one thing I wanted was to earn a million dollars. And obviously here I am talking about it, I haven't achieved that yet. It's 10 years I'm in business this year. Now that may, may, sorry, that may make you want to turn this episode off and be like, fuck this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about. But I've got 10 years worth of highs and lows in business. You know, I've earned multiple six figures and I've done it in a way where we've got a huge community, <coughs> um, flexibility to work. I'm currently living in the US and earn revenue. Right, So I've done that correctly. Now I've just got to fine tune it. And knowing what I know now, there would be so many things that I could have done differently to fast track that. And that's why community is so important. That's why we have our academy. But I know that if I achieve that, it's going to help me tick off other goals. So if you've got your list, and I'll, I'll quickly go through this and I'll just give you this, this bonus um, thing to get you guys started. But when you get the vision... You're starting to think about, okay, well, what do I want? What are the things that I want to experience? What are the things that I want to have? Who do I want to share them with? You know, what, what foods do I want to eat? What clothes do I want to wear? Just write a list down of stuff, right? It's not about going, oh, is that too greedy or is that too not? Just write, right? Don't over, overcomplicate it. Just get the list started. Now, once you've got the list started, then we can put it down into order of importance. But the next cool step 
which was a game changer for me, was which of these goals of the important lot uh, that if I achieve it will help me achieve many of the other goals this year. So for example, I had to choose or I decided I had to choose between whether I was going to do a million dollar year in business or if I was going to run 30 marathons in 30 days from a physical challenge. And I decided to go with a million dollars because I believe that once I have that, I've ticked off you know plenty more other goals that I had this year and I'm not going to bore you with all of them. But if I decided to do the 30 marathons, it would take away a month, probably a little bit more of time from that year to continue achieving that goal. So it probably would have been more detrimental to many of my goals than it was going to add value to it. And I think that's a really key thing for you to consider. How do you decide what you want to work on? Which one's going to, I guess, improve most of those goals for you? That is very important to think about. So here's the framework that I worked out that helped me get clear on what this looks like. And the reason I'm carrying a book in front of me for those watching on YouTube, I have a book and I fill out, mm, I'd say about three of these a year. Because what it helps me do is in my mind, I have lots of thoughts and ideas and I'm sure you do as well. And so I write them every morning. I write things that are on my mind, thoughts, ideas, and I start dissecting them and trying to understand them. Because when you understand things better, it helps you make sense of them. When you understand things more or you've made sense of them, you can decide whether it's something you want to pursue or not, right? But if you continue to just leave it be up in your head, well, it's quite overwhelming and you still really don't have any more clarity on it. So you really got to spend that time to do that. But first things first, vision. You need to get a clear and a powerful and compelling vision, something that we help you in the academy with. Secondly, you need to turn that vision into a timeline. You know, people have 10-year visions, five-year visions, and then you break that down uh, into the next 12 months, quarters, monthly, all that sort of stuff. I then focus on a 12-month goal. You know, one big goal that I really want to achieve, as I mentioned, it's that $1 million. And I break that down. I've got, um, a, you know, we have our 12-week game plan that we use within the academy that helps you break that down. And then you just utilize that daily to make sure that you're doing what you said you would do to achieve that outcome. The cool thing about having that is if you achieve it, you know which actions drove the biggest results. If you fall short, you understand what things you need to tweak or improve to have a better quarter next time. You then want daily tasks and not too many. You know, we talk about these to-do lists. You and I both know that you could have a to-do list as long as the Eiffel Tower. Really, there's a lot of things you could do, but it's understanding what are the most important things that will, if similar to before, I like the one thing, the book, the one thing, where they talk about What's the one thing that if I were to achieve only that today, it would make all of, or if not most of them, things that I have on that list redundant. So it helps you prioritize what's really important, getting that done. The final thing there with the goals is reviewing every 12 weeks. We do 12 week game plans, businesses are running quarters, because if you get a 12 week sprint, okay, it allows you to make enough progress that you can see if what you're doing is working or not. But it's also not too far down the track that you know, you could get 12 months down the track of doing the wrong actions, you've gone completely in a different direction. So it's great to do that. So just to recap that for you guys, you've got vision, you've got a timeline, you've got the 12 month goals, then you've got daily tasks, and then you want to re uh, review and go again, essentially, you don't stop. You should always have that next goal uh, in mind or the things that are really important to you. And ideally, simply put, if you have a compelling future, something that you're trying to create, you will know, right? You will know what things you should be doing. You will know what skills you should be developing. You will know 
what kind of people you should be surrounding yourself with. You know this. The hard part is then doing that. And the more you can, I guess, shorten the time between what you know you should be doing and actually doing it, the more powerful you'll be becoming. And that's decisions, right? So don't be afraid of making decisions. Accept you will make some poor decisions. Learn from it and continue moving. But the faster you can make decisions, the faster you're going to get feedback, the faster you're going to get closer to where you want to get to. So my name is Lachlan Stewart. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, we have new episodes every Monday with a guest and every Thursday. And these are designed to help give you tools and be a part of conversations to build a better life. As always, do something today to be better for tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.